This week we have the wonderful and very lovely Coralyn Jewell. Coralyn, how are you doing today? Doing well. Thank you for having me on today. You look like you're in your little studio all set up there on a bed with some cool little sheer Called my This is my princess diamond room. This is my webcam room. <laughs> now, now, well, we know what goes on on webcams, but what, what sites are you on that you do webcams? Let's, let's dive right into it and tell the folks where we can find you. So I only do private shows for webcams, so you can't find me on a chatterbait or a streammate, anything like that. Customers just come directly to me via email, via my website, uh, via Twitter, um, which is at uh, SweetBlueCJ. I know you'll give all that information later. Um, and then they just say they want to book a show, and I go directly onto Skype, and we do a show like that. So you know, it's one-to-one, -one and we set up times, and we do exactly what kind of a show they're looking for. None of this playing games and taking me to privates and throwing them out of there quickly. I don't do that. So. Right, and the thing about that is you get the money. There's no yes. commission split. There's no nope. bullshit with, with <laughs> other people. That's just yeah, you guys. Just me. And I get to and I get to know my customers and um, they've been my friends. I mean I have people that I've been webcamming with for ten years who have, you know, done numerous shows and they get to um, you know, they'll just write me and say, Hey, I want to know if you're available tomorrow night at six PM and we actually book ahead. I'm not I'm certainly not advocating this, but are you friends with some of your fans? Like you'd go out to dinner with them or do do you doing that? I have I have not done that, but I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I have fans that have been fans for ten years, you know, who have ordered five hundred custom videos for me. And if they happen to be in California on a business meeting and want to grab lunch or a cup of coffee, I'm not against doing that okay. if I've known nothing, them for yeah. so long. Nothing nothing sexual, just going to Starbucks now. Just friends. Yeah, okay. just friends. That's a neat thing. I, I was listening to a performer the other day say, never heard of something like that. And, of course, it was on Christy Canyon's show. And, and Christy, as a matter of fact, I stayed overnight at her house a couple nights. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were, I was her, you know, she I was a fan. And and then that kind of developed into just being a good friend. So, yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of people like that, you know. And there's um, a lot of my fans that are involved in different businesses, maybe an attorney or somewhere where I can call and say, hey, listen, I have a legal question for you on this side, or I have a question about valuating my property and what can it sell for, or, and what do you think Zillow compares and stuff like that. So you develop a friendship with them. That was back in the day, you know, a simpler time when all you had to do was say, hey, just go to my website. Now, what a bunch of shit. You've got a name off 15 different sites. you got to update them all. I know. Because... Somebody may be on OnlyFans, but not on my free vids. And, you know, if you're a day yeah. late or a dollar short on those, then that's, you know, terrible. Yeah, we were just talking about that. You've got your social media. You've got your Facebook. You've got your Twitter. You've got your Instagram. You've got your many vids, your OnlyFans, your website, my, you know, my website for selling my book and my coaching and then my swinger site and there's too many different things. <laughs> I always just tell people, just send me a message. I answer my fans as long as they are not disrespectful and not rude. I respond right back. So, Charles knows we don't have any of that in here. <laughs> no. Patrick will get rid of them. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I've been watching Charles. I see how he makes them come and go. <laughs> And, and then uh, Coral is in our out of here, you know. In, like, uh, <laughs> she's in our group, so that's nice to have that too. I know uh, we really, boy, draw the line on any harassment like that too. 
So uh, we don't want to have any of that. Hey, next week coming up is uh, uh, an old, old friend of mine. I met her back in 2017, Lila Lovely. And uh, she is just a sweetheart. I really like her. And uh, she's a little shy. So I, I think it's going to take a little <laughs> bit to coax a little bit out of her. But um, unlike her, Corlin Jewell is here and she's not shy. And uh, That's right. <laughs> let's talk. I just was looking up some stuff, and you were on a website called Sort of Family. And it was uh, you were a stepmom or something, which is the only way now that people can say it is step this, step that. So, yes, yes, then it's okay, right? Then it's completely appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> they missed that movie Taboo somewhere along the line, right? That's exactly. Let's, you do have a, a book that you've authored, and how long ago did that come out? And, and tell us uh, a little bit about it without giving away the ending. You got it. I um, started a book in about four years ago. So I was at the ABN Awards. I was approached by a journalist, and the journalist came up to me and just kind of wanted to know my story. Why was I at the ABN Awards? Uh, why was I working at one booth selling squirt watches, but yet um, he had seen me on my films and seen me, you know, up at the award show and um, my movie had been nominated for Best Polyamory. And so he ended up um, sitting me down and saying that I had a story that needed to be shared. And so pretty much my book is it's 100% true. It's all written from the journalist's point of view. Uh, towards the end, I ended up telling the journalist, I want to take over, I want to step in, and I want to finish telling my story. And so my book, it's, um, I'm excited. It was just, uh, became a number one international bestseller. So um, I'm doing really, really well. I'm on Amazon. I've got it on my website, which is CoralineJewel.com. And then from my book, I'm now offering um, training sessions, coaching more, not BDSM sessions, okay, but more like uh, working with lifestyle swinger couples that are maybe having a hard time trying to adapt to the industry or to adapt to um, the lifestyle or girls that are maybe in the adult industry. I work with them to guide them in the right direction for safety, um, how to be smart about it, what's okay, what's not okay, what kind of rate, how do you do your social media, your marketing, all that kind of stuff. So well, I tell you um, what, that, that is valuable. I mean, um, you've been around and you're not 22 years old. Right. And, and you have life experiences. And I mean, what a valuable lesson or tool that could be to somebody um, that's just starting out, whether they be 18 or 21 or 25. Yeah. But somebody always has to start somewhere and they always make some of the same mistakes, usually about money. Yeah, it's really important, I think. So, you know, um, my book kind of talks about, luckily, I had someone to guide me. I had um, Raquel Devine was a friend of mine, and she divine, she kind of guided me and told me, you know, which, which agencies to go with and what was a fair rate for, you know, a boy-girl versus a girl-girl and who to work with, who not to work with, what do you take to set. I mean, there's so many different aspects of being in the adult industry, um, not Did you guys lose me? A little we did. bit. Okay, hold on. Yeah, the did it come back? The laptop said, "Check your audio." Okay. Yeah, okay. it came back. Yeah, you came okay. back, and you almost fell out of your dress. Oh my god! I know. Am I okay? Cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's not oh. appropriate. <laughs> yeah, Patrick covers that up too. It's so disappointing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> 
So, but yeah. So and then um and then in the book it talks about um you know different uh, everything's true. So different things that I've experienced, whether it was uh, running a swingers club, somebody stealing my identity from the property that I um rented oh. for the swingers club. Um, doing uh, everything. So my experiences at the brothel, like uh, what you know. What happens on the brothel on a twenty-four hour day day basis, stuff like that. So Okay. And the book title of the book is It is called When the Ice Melts. And it's the story of Coral and Jewel. And um, I was a professional competitive figure skater growing up. I was um supposed to represent South Africa in the Olympics. And um it talks about how that did not happen and why it did not happen. Oh. Are you from South Africa? I was born in South Africa. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Okay. I was actually born in a nun's convent. Who would have thought? <laughs> wow. Then when you got to, what year did you come to the United States? We moved to America when I was three years old. Okay. So what? up until the age of three, you can have, um, up until the age, I'm sorry, from, you can, I had the option of choosing dual citizenship up till 18. And so that's why I was going to represent South Africa in the mm-hmm. Olympics. Um, but without giving away my whole life story in my right, book, right. that just didn't happen. <laughs> okay, all right. Were you a, are you a citizen now or a dreamer or? American, no, American citizen now. Okay, well, good, good. And it's uh, it's good to have Ray here. Ray, how are you doing today? Hey, hey everyone. Good. <laughs> we got Hello. the wonderful and beautiful Coraline Jewel with us. And Ray, do you have a question for her? No, you, you know me. I like to listen. Hi, Ray. Welcome. <laughs> I, asked, I know Charles does because Charles comes prepared. Yep. Well, not prepared, but it's like I have an idea. Two questions for you. One is, I assume we can buy the book from you and then you will inscribe it for us? Absolutely. So you can either just send me a message on any social media and I send you different payment options, Cash App, Venmo, uh, PayPal, or you can go directly to my website, which is CoralandJewel.com, and then it'll give you the option. One is just buy the book. That's through Amazon. And the other one says buy an autographed copy. Click here now. And the other question I have to ask you, and I'm sorry, it's like my life is weird. Um, but I spent 10 years working in bank fraud. And did you go after the people who stole your identity? Yes, we did. And we actually, I received, I actually got a phone call from a detective in uh, Washington, D.C., who actually flew out, met with me in person in California, and they subpoenaed me to court. It turned out it was a huge federal case. They had stolen identities of over 30 different people. They were um, pretending to be a property management company. And so they were renting out properties. And when we would pay them rent every month, they were pocketing that money. It wasn't their property. And uh, they were trying to buy, they tried to buy four homes in my name. But they're all in jail. They're still there. Yep, I was there. They're all Korean. They were in. They're in prison, and they've been in for four or five years now. So far, is that story in your book too? Yeah. I I spent ten years working in bank fraud. I loved it. I had so much fun. It was so interesting. I wish I, wish I could put their pictures in my book and everything. Oh my goodness! I, I, you know, when I worked in bank fraud, it was the most interesting because you'd see people with all these different scams and whatever. Yeah. And I. You know, my bank ended up closing, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'll move on to something else or whatever. I ended up taking care of my mom who had cancer, and you know, then I ended up working for now. I work for for a network doing consumer right. stuff, 
and I'm still working in fraud. I'm like, geez, you know, and there's so many scams going on these there's days. There's so many scams, and you've got to be, in the, and, that's, and that's part of about, again, that goes back to, you know, about wh why I do my coaching and my training, because there are these girls that will get in their car and drive to a random hotel to go and shoot porn with someone with no testing, no background check. They don't know how to run the numbers. They don't get references. If you, if you, um, oh, I, I will, I'm going to go through your site and I'll send you an email. And if you have questions or whatever about fraud, consider me a resource because I've be seen. Amazing. I appreciate no, that. Definitely. Because it's, it's out there. So you've got to be fraud. careful. I did investigations. I did fraud rings and, you know, did all sorts of, you know, it was like I spent 10 years doing it. I loved it. It was fun. You know, it's like, I don't know how many people could say they have, well, you could say you have fun doing your job, but not a lot of other people. Yeah, but I, you know, like, um, when I, uh, my, my first job when I was 18 years old was working for a private detective, and I loved uh, it. Who's going to suspect me of anything? <laughs> probably not many. Not many. I always so, said it talking to fraud suspects, because if you don't say much, you can get them to reveal a lot. And exactly. that's how, you know, exactly. that's how I'll work my way. Exactly. So, Just sit back and listen. Take but it all I, in. I will definitely buy your book and, you know, please oh, sign well, thank it. Thank you. So it's, I, I always find it interesting people who, you know, also who get into the porn industry with different backgrounds because a lot of people do. I'm a huge fan, and I don't know if you know her, uh, Sunny Lane, because yes. she had a you had a background in figure skating also. Yeah. So. I know, I, and you know. That's a nice person. I don't know what she's doing these days now, but I really liked her and, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, and that's also too, you know, what my book is about is it's trying to take away the, um, the preconception that every porn star comes from a broken household, divorced family, drug addict. Else, yeah. On the streets, raped by their father, whatever it is, and that's that's not the case. I'm college educated. I have a four-year degree in theatrical production. I was a competitive figure skater. I was married. I have two children. I graduated cum laude from high school. Like I'm, I'm not stupid. But just no. my life took me in a different avenue, and I ended up in the adult industry, and I have no regrets of it. I love it. I love the world. I mean, there's there's good and bad in everything we do, you know, Absolutely. in every profession. Absolutely. But uh, but Corlin, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Was you didn't start out as as a porn star. You started out as a producer, producer, and and on that back end of it, rather than the front end. That's correct. I um, had a degree in theatrical production. Originally, my goal was to own my own ice skating circus de Soleil show and travel the world or work in Las Vegas and have a show. And what led me the opposite way was upon moving back from Cal back to California, I got a job as a porn as a director, and it happened to be as a porn director. And that involved going up to LA, working on set, production assistant, camera operator, um, worked on the editing side. And I realized that I was on set from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m., sometimes two nights in a row, making $300 a day. And these girls were coming in. They were there for an hour, and I was writing them a decent amount of check and sending them on their way. And they didn't show up hair and makeup ready, and they didn't do what they were supposed to do, and they weren't good actresses, and they didn't have good performance skills. And so I switched to the other side. It was my uh, one of the other assistant producers on set said to me, I don't know, Coraline, why 
you are not a performer. So I didn't even become an adult actress till the age of 35. Wow. Wow. And I've, I've watched some of your work and <laughs> Eric Monty is the, <laughs> Monty is the Ronnie Dangerfield of porn. He gets no respect. Anyway, right? Ed, what's going on today? Yeah, she probably didn't know what you were talking about. I was, uh, um, I was a, in the industry and back in 1983 to 99. So oh, I was, cool. I, I I gave myself a little moniker that I got no respect and nobody knew who I was. But anyway, no, I agree with the other gentleman, Charles. I agree with Charles. I find it very fascinating and interesting um, that people, that women especially, get into adult films and porn or whatever who have a different background, you know, something different than you expect, you know, like a figure skater or in my case, I was, like, I was, I was a teacher, you know, but with women especially, like a figure skater or somebody that might have been like a, I don't know, whatever, something different. You yeah, know what I'm that's uh, cool. I, you were a teacher. That's neat. Yeah, I was a teacher. Some of my students and other teachers found out. So, but, with, you know, I just find it very highly erotic in a way. It's like you're like a figure skater, something so elegant, you know, and really classy. And I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you mean, you know. Uh, people have yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to incorporate my skating and do yeah, something. Yeah, people have this freaking misconception that, you know, you give an abusive father and stuff like that. And so, but, uh, but I know what Charles was talking about. I'm in concurrence with him there. And, uh. I, you're very lovely, and um, you know I wish you all the best. That's what I can thank say. Thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I, I see all these stories now about about teachers having sex with their students and how. <laughs> when I was in school, they wouldn't say even that was okay. They wouldn't even let me bang the erasers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Patrick. <laughs> hey, Rick is with us. Let's unmute Rick, and he's uh, he can't be on film right now, but he is. Standing by uh, on the microphone. Rick, you round? Rick. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Hi, Rick. Question for Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming to say hi. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to see you. Glad everybody's doing okay. Doing well. Do you have a question for Coraline? Uh, not right now, no. Okay. Nothing you want to know. I just, I just told you everything, huh, Rick? <laughs> it was pretty good. Doesn't she look nice in her white little top there? Yes, she does. Yeah. Am I still covered? I well, don't think you'll tell me if I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. I will not tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be nice. I'll tell you. I'm, I'm, nice I'm like almost that. covered. Oh. He's coming up. <laughs> okay, somebody block Ray real quick. He must have just bought the defective shirt from Target or something. You know? Right? I couldn't afford the whole thing, you know? <laughs> But uh, it is just fantastic having you here because of the of the various roles you've had in life, and I guess that's what that's what builds experience. Um, who would what would you say is your biggest um, level of interaction? Is it Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter right now? Oh gosh, I think for me, I have the biggest following. So um, I actually um, my biggest following is on Instagram. Okay, I'm almost about 30,000 followers on Instagram. That's where most of my interaction is. But I had a really, really, really big Twitter account. And when my family found out about the adult industry, I just freaked, didn't know how to handle that, um, and canceled my Twitter. Uh, but I didn't cancel my Facebook and I didn't cancel my Instagram because those were still like clean accounts. Um, so I'm rebuilding my Twitter back up. But I would say that most of my... Um, offers for work 
for photo shoots, for adult shoots, uh, custom videos, webcamming mostly comes from Instagram. And Instagram is a photo media. I mean, that's yeah. That's pretty much that's what it's there for now. Exactly. Uh, what what happened if you want to share that when your family found out? So again, a lot of that story is in my book, but to give you like a small version is that um, I have a sister that's adopted from China, and she found my Instagram. <coughs> excuse me, on it. Um, she found my Instagram, and it wasn't like she was an eleven or twelve year old little girl that I could see calling her father and crying and saying, "Look, our sister's doing this." But she was twenty two years old. She was in college already, and she called my brother, who was. 35 and married and they called my father and pretty much just made me out to be just as horrible we can't believe you did this and it's disgusting and where's your morals and we're gonna you know to kick you out of the family and and I just I freaked and so uh it took me a long time to deal with that and you know um I took all my experiences and everything that I am as a person and my education and the type of mom I am and I put that in my book and I put my book out there and I dedicated my book to my father and um, and they I don't even know if they know that I wrote a book I told them but they laughed but one day they'll see it my book's an international bestseller and it's a number one bestseller and you know they'll realize that you know uh, I'm a good person and um, everything that I did in my stories and that that's to help other people so um, I'm now trying to rebuild everything that I put a halt on four years ago when I got so scared I guess I just go back to the uh, counseling or mentoring, if you will, of the younger stars. They need that so bad. I know. I know. I'm considering I'd love to do some kind of, you know, because they don't have the finances to to pay for my time, for my, my you know, to, for my, my consultation fees. But yet I also do have to make a living. I'd love to figure out a way to do some kind of nonprofit organization or something where I can work with the Free Speech Coalition or something like that. And I can mentor them. And, and I've got a lot of friends in the industry. You know, Nina Hartley's a good friend of mine and Raquel Devine. And, you know, uh, to be able to do this together, maybe put some, some, some type of program together so that these girls don't make these crazy mistakes. Right. That's just, I, I just see it. And you see them on Twitter and it's sometimes just almost a cry for help. Yeah, it's absolutely a cry for help when they put it out on Twitter, for sure, on their social media. Um, Ray, uh, I have a question yet for Corlin. F2. Um, so I, I, I did a quick thing on your website. And I know you had an Exotica Expo listing. Um, when, when, hopefully when they actually like happen next year, will you be at, at, at them or no, or at least one of them? Uh, at the AVNs? No, no, the Exotica Expo. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I bought, I'm so upset. I bought a booth for Exotica for Miami for September, and then they've moved it to February. I transferred my booth to February. My gut and people in the industry are telling me that it's probably going to get canceled again, but I will go. I absolutely okay, okay. will go to the Exoticas. I will go to the AVNs. And um, as soon as all this COVID crap is over, I, my my ultimate goal is to go to all the adult shows, you know, nationwide and in, and in Europe. I used to live in Sweden. I was born in South Africa. Um, and market my book and, and share my story. My goal is to get my story out there. That's my right. goal. Okay. Cool. Um, I, I guess my other question is, um, do you sign pictures or things or yeah, not? Okay. Absolutely. Oh. absolutely. I'm assuming Patrick, she's on the database somewhere. 
or just through, do we go through your website? Yes, you can go through my website and you I have a couple options. You can either just um, order the book through my website and it says order an autograph, order an autograph book. It comes directly to me. So it's just like this, hun, and then I sign it for you and I mail okay. it to you. Or you can message me on any social media or on Facebook. Um, and then I've had some people that want more like erotic pictures and I do offer that as well. And that's just something that you can discuss directly with me. And I do not okay. charge the outrageous prices that I see, Patrick, that some of these girls are trying to charge for pictures. It's ridiculous to me. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen some really outrageous. Uh, no, it's for me, it's, you know, here. the cost of my picture, uh, you know, where I, I got to go get the picture printed and then go down to the post office and send it off, you know. Just if, my time if anything, I'd send everything to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, I'd probably, that's usually how I would do it. So. Yeah. Oh. Anywho. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming and asking questions. Great. Didn't you, uh, Ray, this past week, didn't you meet Buck in, uh, somewhere for an autograph show? Yeah, I went, I, I went yesterday. He, um, there was a small show at, um, at a mall about an hour from where, I, where I, I live, and he had some stuff I wanted, so figured I'd, I'd go out into the wild before they, they tell us not to go out into the wild, and, and I just bought some stuff. Yeah, he peddles uh, porn at a at a mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh this yeah, it was great. This well, is what COVID's caused us to do. Peddling porn at the mall. Um, hey, I gotta get it right. <laughs> and like I said, I mean that you know it's nice to smell fresh air. So why not? <laughs> I I I have a feeling like like by this time next month, like they're gonna. Stay, stay in. COVID's rearing its ugly little head again. What 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 state are you in? I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're back on whatever they call it. Purple. We can't go inside restaurants. All that kind of stuff again. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sort of like okay. Like let me do like the things I was allowed to do as of last month before they say no again. That's that's thing. me. Go get your hair done. Go get your nail. Get whatever you can get done because they're gonna. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm gonna get this cut next week. So, <laughs> that's just, I'm I'm boring everyone with my my boring life. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Patrick, please move on before like everyone's late. <laughs> Seriously, please. Okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, again, I just want to remind people: next week is gonna be Lila Lovely, and and I met her. Um, at Exotica in Denver in 2017, and she's just the sweetest gal, and um, she was uh, a self-proclaimed BBW, and she was kind of a gainer. She had like a website with how much she could eat and and what her weight was, and and while there are fans of that, and that's, that's not my area to judge, um, I think one of those, one of these days, a couple months ago, or a couple, maybe about a year ago by now, she decided to uh, exercise and lose the weight. And she oh, really, wow. really, really looks nice. She's come a long way. I think she's probably at least lost a hundred and some odd pounds. And, wow. Uh, really an improvement. And not that she was, you know, uh, bad before anything, but she's kind of shy. I've always known her as kind of shy, of course. I watched some of her movies and she's not shy at all, but anyway, <laughs> but she's coming up next week. Great gal. Charles, another question for Coraline. 
No, that's I didn't know that was kind of a fetish thing. I lost in twenty nineteen. I lost like forty pounds, which made a huge difference for me. And I was like, wow, you know, I can't imagine losing a hundred pounds. More of a health thing. Uh, yeah. What? It's, I mean, it I've got friends that are. My mom had been a diabetic, and I was like, I did not want to go down that path. Exactly. Uh, you know, there's the BBW, and that's and the, and the fetish is fine, but. The fact that she's lost so much weight, that's amazing for her health, and it's going to benefit right. her in the long run, and that's what's important. And it was like it was like little multiple factors that like factored into me kind of deciding, hey, I want to be healthy, and I want to lose weight, and I want to exercise. And that was all like 2019, and I was like still exercising and still wanted to get to my goal weight and whatever. And then 2020 happened and messed everything up. So. Uh, let's just pretend 2020 didn't happen, and we'll start again. Yeah. <laughs> This is awful. So, but uh, but I'm really excited to like read your book because it sounds like it's kind of different from a lot of other kind of adult books. It definitely is. It's not an erotica. A lot of people say to me, you know, is your book erotica? And no, it's going to give you the true ins and outs of a Jewish South African girl moving to America, going to the Olympics, and so are you down in LA? And... What? Are you down in LA? I'm near near San Diego, right in between. Oh, okay. I'm up in San Francisco. Okay. But if you ever come up here, I'll take you out for coffee. And I will definitely go out for coffee. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Starbucks, but we could find somewhere else. Good, because Starbucks rips us off. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm not a fan of the Amazon either, but, you know, <laughs> I'm just, amazing that I work for a big network and I'm not a fan. I'm like, you know, I'm basically kind of a hippie. So, simplicity. Although, I'm I'm a simplicity. Got you know, simplicity yeah. is good. So, All I need is a black cup of coffee, and I'm good. It doesn't need any fanciness. Anyway, not to be. I don't want to be too personal. I don't want Patrick to kick me off or anything. Um, <laughs> but I thought I did think it was interesting that you talked about your family, and that's you know that is interesting. And any thought about sending them your book? Um. Or would you I rather... don't know yet. I'm still thinking okay. about it. Um, I, okay. I, I, I was in Las Vegas, and I saw my mom last week, and I almost gave it to her. But I think I want to wait till this COVID thing is done. I want okay. to give it to them in person. I don't, you know, okay. my book released June 15th. COVID okay. for us in California was March 14th. And so right. I don't want to just be like, oh, by the way, while you're at home doing nothing, Here's a copy of my number one international I've, I've, done lot, I've, I've done a lot of reading while, while we've had, you know. I know, I'm like, I'm I know. at home. I'm working from home. I'm, you know. I can tell you this is what my family will So I'm doing say. a lot of reading, which is fun. This is what my family will say. My mom will okay. say, why didn't you give this book to me while I've been sitting at home bored out of my mind for the past eight months? I can That's imagine them saying that. Yeah. So the other question I wanted to ask, and I don't want to get too personal or whatever. That's okay. Is, you mentioned that you had children, and I wanted to sort of ask you how your, how being in the adult industry impacted your relationship with them. So my kids are absolutely amazing. My oldest one knows everything. There are no secrets, no lies. He knows the book. He even says to me, mail arrived for Coral and Jewel Mom, you know, and he just gives it to me. And right. the younger one is older, getting older. Um, I think he knows but I haven't discussed it with him yet because he's still a little bit young. But um, my kids are amazing, and they don't judge. I've always taught them that that's there's good. no judging, stuff you know, like that. So. Healthy and, you know. So. Yeah, and they, um, 
they they come to me. No, I will. I'll never share their personal stories, but let's just say that they know that they can come to their mom with anything. There's no judgment. So you know, I'm very much you know, if you're going to be having sex, you come talk to me. I'll give you the condoms and I'll give you the best lube, and we'll talk about it that way so that they know don't do anything stupid. Right. So, but I just wanted to ask, and I wasn't trying to pry or be too. Oh first. no, not at all. I'm a, I'm an I'm an open book. My entire story is in here. I mean, I even. I'm dating someone, and he keeps asking me questions, and I say, I don't know why you don't read my book. Read my book. It's all in my book. And he says to yeah. me, I want to learn it from you. And I said, okay, well, you can, but you can also read my book. <laughs> so. If you read your book, you might have more questions for you. Oh, yes. Or, or, or fewer, <laughs> depending on, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. Is, is he involved with you? Does he do camera work or anything like that, or is it just Not the, at all. No, completely. Um, well, I mean, yeah, that last night he did take the camera and, like, film it for a little bit for my OnlyFans clip. But, no, we met completely different industry and a uh, pretty new relationship. So we'll see. Okay, excellent. Let's talk a little bit about some of the performers you do work with and who are your favorites. Uh, let's, let's talk about the women first. Who are some of the gals you, you enjoy working with? Um, so I would say probably um, I worked with Nina Hartley on uh, Nina Hartley's Seduction for Devil Films. And uh, let's see, that was me, Nina, Erica Lauren, uh, Sable Renee, and the other girl's name, Callie. But uh, like to this day, Nina's a good friend of mine. Sable's a good friend of mine. Erica Lauren's a good friend of mine. And so I would say that was probably my funnest, my, one of my funnest, uh, you know, girl scenes. And all five of us, we had a blast and we're still friends. Uh, favorite male performers to work with? Um, that's a hard one. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Ezra from Wife Swinger Swap 3, the movie that I was in for Adam and Eve that Luke Wilder directed. Uh, Ezra's still a good friend of mine. Um, and then I haven't worked with a lot of people that are my really good friends. Dick Chibbles, Marcus London, uh, Tommy Gunn. Uh, those are good friends of mine, but we've never worked together. Okay. All right. I'm trying to line up this, this new guy. Of course, you, you can name 100 women who are in porn, but you can't name one male guy right now who's in porn. Okay. Because they just, they just rotate. You never know who the guys are. But he, he's 21 years old, but he looks like he's about 14. Is and, it, um, is he already gone? Is he Mexican, Hispanic? No. Oh, okay, because I shot with Juan Cabello, and he, I just shot with him in February for score, and oh my God, he's 21 years old, and he looks like 14 or 13. That's my latest film from February. Nice. Anyway, Crazy, I... Crazy, he looks so young. He, he's got, like, he blushes all the time. He's just, he's just kind of funny to watch. And What's his name? I don't, I'll post don't it in the know. group sometime, but I... Send it to me, send it to me, because I also shot with another one that might, um... Uh, he's called, um, AJ. I shot with him for score. So the, my most recent score movie, and he's brand new to the industry, 26 years old, looks young, Southern and a sweetheart. And I know he would do it. Sure. I'm sure, sure he would come on and do it. Um, do you, are you at the point where you're picking the male talent or, of course you always have the right to say, mm, no, but, um, I'm at the point in my career where I'm I'm picking my shoots. Okay. So you know I I I won't just shoot to shoot to make to make a thousand dollars or whatever. Um, 
it's got to be something that intrigues me and challenges me. Um, and sometimes it's, it's, I'll take shoots that are not as much money as something else would be because it's a challenge. I just shot in Vegas last week. Um, clown, it was doing my own clown makeup. So being like this all clown makeup and then how, you know, the male talent messes up your makeup and stuff and how I put all the effort and time into making this pretty makeup. I've never put clown makeup on in my life. So for me, if it's a challenge... Um, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to be unique and different, I'll do it. So Is that, is that some of the advice you would give uh, younger talent, too, is, is you may be able to make the fast money, but if it's not your gig, don't. This is that's the, the best advice that I would give the younger talent, and this is in anything in life. Everything that you do, once you make that decision, okay, and it's on the Internet, Okay, it's out there for the rest of your life. If you have decided that you are comfortable doing a 50 guy gangbang, remember that for the rest of your life, your children, your great grandchildren, whoever it is, when you get out of this industry or decide to get out of this industry, you've got your 50 guy gangbang sitting on the Internet. So don't do it if you're not okay with it and if you can't own up to it. Everything, there's nothing in my career, in my adult industry career, that someone would come to me and say, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. I walked into a uh, swingers party that I was hosting, and they all went silent and paused the TV, and I looked up, and I go, what are you guys doing? And they go, no, 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 oh, my God, you're not supposed to see it. And I go, you're watching my porn? Put it on so I can watch it with you. And they go, are you peeing in his mouth or are you squirting in his mouth? And I said, it's squirting. Go ahead and pause it and look what hole it's coming out. I mean, that's how open I am with it. You know, don't don't talk behind my back. Don't watch behind my back. Invite me into the room. Let's pull up a bottle of champagne and let's watch it together. So that was one of the famous things that Bill Margold, a friend of mine, always said he says, now, if you're going to pose in a magazine with a candle up your ass, don't try and tell your kids you're playing the role of a birthday cake. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to uh, just think before you do it. So that's what I would tell anybody who's getting in the industry or anything like that. So, oh, Rick, uh, Aaron Rodgers made me some points today on the football game, but he didn't win it on my fantasy team. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you're the one with the Aaron Rodgers uh, jersey, and I'm not. Well, I want, I want a wager. I bet on Seattle. Giving... You must have won. I, I was giving three and a half points. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, do you have another question for Coraline? <laughs> How do you like, uh, do you rather do movies or photo shoots? <laughs> question um i love to model okay but i am a actress at heart so movies i'm I would the, love to have my next challenge come up what's your favorite shoot to do outside inside um for photos or for movies photos for photos um outside i think i like outside i've done some amazing stuff where we climbed into mountains uh, and gotten, you know, uh, put my body against like rocks and caves, um, inside of creek underwater. I've done some amazing underwater shoots, which are cool. So again, it goes back to anything that's a challenge for me. Um, I'm going to take that challenge because I'm going to see if I can do it. So you need to find somebody to take you to Mohab. That's pretty nice there. Oh yeah. I think, have I been there? It's Utah, right? Mohab, Utah? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
I've been there. I haven't shot there, but I've been there. Very cool. Yeah. Now, you said you just got back from uh, Las Vegas. What what sorts of, it looked like you were doing some still photography there too. Yes. So I went to Vegas. I did, um, I think I had, I think it was three different shoots. They were all still photography shoots. And then it was my birthday weekend. So also to celebrate oh, my oh. birthday. Mine's tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So is your birthday tomorrow? Yeah. Us Scorpios, you can't control us. Uh, this hey, is very, birthday. very true. Well, happy early birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Patrick. Happy birthday. I did see some selfies you posted, though you were laying out uh, at the hotel or by a pool or something. Those look kind of nice as well. Yeah, well, that was that was yesterday. So we came, went to Vegas on Thursday, the 17th of October, came back, no, the 22nd, came back on the 27th, and then I'm crazy, unpacked, repacked, and went to another hotel in California for another three nights. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about my job. As long as I can take my camera and as long as I can take my computer, I can webcam from anywhere and I can shoot content from anywhere and I can do my online coaching from anywhere. So right. that's Isn't the that, I, mean, I have. With all the things that have changed in, in the internet, you know, back in the day when we just had your website and a couple of links, but now you can be more mobile and even, you know, and that's the bad thing or the good thing. Now, if you have a phone, you can be a porn star. And sometimes yeah. that's a bad thing. And sometimes that's a kind of a cool thing. But yeah. um, how do you think, you know, with the, with the pandemic right now, you've, I think there's a lot of gals leaving money on the table. They're not on OnlyFans or Cameo or some of these places. Because um, you can't go out and shoot. Well, yeah, I mean, that, and the thing is, is though, um, in my opinion, right now, the industry has become, or, you know, just the adult porn has become so over overwhelmed or over, what's the word I'm looking at? Oversaturated. Mm -hmm. uh, girls will do a custom video for $10 because they, they're that desperate for the money right now because they don't have an income. Girls will get on Chatterbait and these, you know, webcam sites and, and they'll give it all away for free in the free chat because I don't know what they're thinking, but it's really hurting those of us that have tried to build up our careers. So I've just kind of put my you know, my efforts elsewhere for right now. Um, the OnlyFans, it's hard because the, look at how many people have OnlyFans now, you know, mm -hmm. and many vids and custom videos and selling their panty on, panties online and all these different things. I mean, I've built up a, um, a very good following and a good clientele and my customers have been my customers for like 10 years. So thank goodness I have that. Right. And that's, uh, that can be a re reoccurring income, you know, because, the custom videos, you're never going to see two the same. Right, right, right. exactly, exactly. Well, that's kind of a good thing as well, too. What do you see the future for yourself in maybe the next five years? Um, ultimately, I would love to be able to travel to the adult industry shows um, on, an, on an annual basis, like just every show, go, have a booth, set up my booth, uh, promote my book, and to be, um, be a hired speaker. So do the edu educational training conferences where I'm actually a paid speaker to come in and speak to the girls, the new webcam girls, the new, you know, the new adult performers, um, even speak to the directors, the camera operators, the editors, because everybody thinks that they can shoot porn and everybody thinks that they can be in porn and they don't understand the, the background of the editing, the lighting, the camera, the scenery, the props, the 
uh, they don't see that they're, at least in my mind, you know, there's trashy porn and then there's actually porn that you sit back and go, oh my God, that was sexy and that was hot and that was erotic. And that's what I create and want to continue to create. And so that's what I'd like to do is travel and, and help others with that. When, when I was at uh, Exotica in uh, Denver in 2017, uh, before Bill Margold died, he lined me up to do uh, radio broadcasts from the Triple uh, X Porn Star radio booth. And so I interviewed a lot of, not only a lot of stars, I interviewed some of the, the sponsors that were there that had booths that were promoting whips and chains and uh, candles and everything else. Right. And um, so one of the guys come over and says, uh, what are you doing tonight? I said, um, depends. Why? Uh, you want to be a cameraman? I said, I said, why don't you have a cameraman? Well, the camera guy had a breathing thing. And so when he had the camera up here, you could hear. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you've seen it. I've seen it all. I'm sure you've seen it all. It's crazy. And so anyway, I said, I'll do that. But if you call me after 9 o'clock at night, I'm going to be in bed. So Did anyway, you do it? No, they never called because I, oh. I evidently fell through or something. But I said, if it's going to be after 9 o'clock, I'm tired. i got to go to bed. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, I always every I do see that guy around at some of the events. And he'll sit there and you can just hear him. That's funny. Breathing, <laughs> and everybody's pissed because you don't hear the girl. You hear him breathing. Right. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> Eric, uh, you have another question for Corlin? Yeah, Corlin, I, uh, you know, the industry obviously changed a lot from when I was in there. We had the movies, the scripts, and stuff like that. And I was wondering now, like the, when you were saying about, you know, the industry being with, with the COVID thing and shit, how, how is this affecting the agents, I wonder, since the girls are probably working a lot? Do you have an agent you're working on your own, or do you have an agent? No, that's a very, very good question. Yeah. I think the the agencies are just dying right exactly. now because you would if I, like I work as a casting director for a company, so yeah. I can go on to Instagram, Twitter, and to my social network, and I can hire a girl for my boss for what he wants to pay for that scene. Exactly. If I go to an agency, I've now got to pay the agency fees, you mm -hmm. know, and all of that. And so it's a different, and then the girl, even if she's getting um, 800 for the scene, she's got to throw back a hundred to her agent as well. So the agencies are really, really starting to hurt. I so. from what yeah. I can see. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, again, you can find Corlin on, um, uh, Twitter at Sweet Blue CJ. That's Sweet Blue Sweet CJ. That's correct. And at then, Sweet Blue CJ, because somebody already stole my Coraline. I have fan pages out there, and they've stolen my Coraline jewel. At, at figures, um, OnlyFans, many vids, and of course your website CoralineJewel.com. That's where you can buy the book. Um, and again, the name of the book is When the Ice Melts: The Story of Coraline Jewel. Nice. I think. That's just such a, a neat thing. I, I'm so glad you've been with us. And I talk about response. Boom. Johnny on the spot. I, I think I sent you a message on Facebook, maybe, or Twitter. And I bet 10 minutes we had the date lined up and you're ready to go. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about another thing, being responsible and not doing like what that girl said to you, where she's not going to be somebody's replacement. Drop the attitudes and learn from each other. That's my motto. Yeah. So. so, again, next week is going to be Lila Lovely is going to be our guest next week, and she's a sweetheart. Uh, I met, She's at all the Exoticas, and uh, uh, that is going to be cool to have your own booth because then you are in control of what you do, and you don't exactly. have to trade out a shift or whatever, and so... I just can't wait. I'm going to be at the one in Chicago whenever they have it. So I hope you're there too. And, and we see I hope I will be there as well. You guys, thank you so much, Rick and Ray and Charlie. It's nice to meet everybody. Eric, you as well. You bet. Okay. Yeah. That's our, our show for tonight. Appreciate everybody stopping by.